Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. And welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. We are going to be talking about the fuel of frustration today. And I'm so excited to get into God's word with you. So grab your notebook, grab your Bible and a coffee or a latte or something good and cozy. And uh, let's get started. So the fuel of frustration. I wanted to talk to you about this topic because it's so important that frustration a lot of times can bring uh, discouragement if we let it, but there's another side of frustration that can actually fuel you uh, for change. And a lot of times you won't change things until you're tired enough of things being that way, until you're frustrated enough uh, of things just always uh, being consistently different than how you want them to be. It's not until that point a lot of times that we have the fuel to actually make the change. I heard someone say recently, it's a it's a great leadership quote, don't expect change unless you're willing to change. Don't expect change unless you're willing to change. Uh, so many times we get frustrated because our intention is for things to be different or our desire is for things to be different, but we never take the steps that it's going to require of us to see that change come to pass. See, God works with us. God uh, works in partnership with us. He's He's working in you today to accomplish his best for you and to bring glory uh, to his kingdom. You know, I love Philippians 2, 12 through 13, because it says this, Dear friends, you've always followed my instruction when I was with you. And now that I'm away, it's even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God uh, within you with deep reverence and fear. You know, I love this scripture because it's talking about, and it goes into verse 13, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. And so he's saying in this scripture that you've always done what I've asked you to do. You've always followed my instruction. And now that I'm not with you, uh, the apostle Paul is saying, it's even more important that you work hard to show the results of your salvation. And, but he says, don't worry. Don't just worry about doing it in your own strength. And verse 13, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So we see in this scripture that God's at work in you today. That frustration you feel, God is working in it. He's working through it to give you the desire. See, a lot of times desire is birthed through frustration. A lot of times change doesn't come until there's something that you are just so sick of. Uh, you know, a lot of times in our household, change doesn't come until I'm so sick of taking out the trash for the 20th time. And then I'm like, hey, you know, kids, this is your chore. And change doesn't come until I get uh, fed up with it. And, you know, whether it's my life, it's been uh, whether it's been weight loss or whether it's been exercise or, or or whether it's been spiritual frustration for growth. See, there's always this tension, this tension between intention 
and change and and frustration is what will catapult you or fuel you forward to actually take the steps to work out your salvation to unpack it to have everything that God has in store for you Philippians 2 when it says working out your salvation I think of it like a suitcase that God's like look here with your salvation comes all of this stuff all of these covenant promises that your life can be completely different now you don't have to be in lack you don't have to be sick you don't have to have a bad marriage you don't have to be depressed so he's handing us this suitcase of stuff that's how i envision it and then he's saying look you unpack it you unpack it you you open that thing up and you you address different things and areas in your life through my word now that things don't have to remain that things don't have to stay in in the same place that it's always been but your frustration can bring change and that desire comes whenever you start opening up uh, that package of salvation and you say wait a second you know, I could have a, a prospering marriage. I could have a good uh, environment at home where there's peace and there's not strife, even with my children and chaos. And so that desire, and not, then not only does he give you the desire, but he empowers you. He, his power and grace is in you to help that frustration bring to pass change. So what that means is God's power, you're not doing it in your own strength. So many times, how many times have you tried to white knuckle things for change? You try to bring a change. Maybe you try to change somebody. Come on now. Have you tried to change a spouse or you've tried to maybe change a family member or a friend and you try to do it in your own strength? Well, think about, you know, just as much as you can't change another person, you know, you can't change yourself in and of your own strength. It's Holy Spirit's empowerment in you, showing you what change is possible, pinpointing that frustration in your life. You know, a lot of times I'll feel frustrated and I'm like, what am I frustrated with? Let me pinpoint it because if I pinpoint it, then I can attack that frustration uh, through God's power, through God's wisdom to see change come in my life. You don't have to live in a constant sh- a state of frustration. You don't always have to wake up being disgusted and depressed and it's just another day and this is just how it's always going to be. No, you need to say, you know what? Today is my day for change. But a lot of times, it's not until we get uncomfortable that we're willing to make those changes. You know, the book of James in James 1, it likens the word of God to a mirror. It says, you know, a, a, a man who would look at the word of God and then would forget what he would look like. It says in James one twenty three through 24, I'm just going to read it. It says, anyone who listens to the word of God and does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at him goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. And so this scripture uh, became so powerful to me when I understood that the word of God is like a mirror to us, that everything in God's word is like a reflection of the full possibilities of what we can have in God. So when I look at the word of God, I look at my marriage through the word of God. I look at parenting through the word of God. And so anything in my life that is bringing me frustration, usually when I put it up to the mirror of God's word doesn't line up in that area. And so the revelation that, wow, I don't just have to remain in this place. I don't have to to complain and remain. Have you ever heard that leadership quote? If you just keep complaining about it, you're just going to remain there. 
And and that's what happens a lot of times. And we're just frustrated and we complain and we remain and frustrated, complain and remain. But the book of James is saying, look, when you hold your life up against the mirror, the reflection of God's word, anything out of place is, is tra- you could change it through God's power. God's given you principles in his word to change it, a right reflection. See, a lot of times frustration comes because we just know things aren't the way they are supposed to be, but we don't know how to get them to that place. We don't know how to take the next steps. And God's divine power is in you today. If you are a woman of God, if you have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, his divine power, just like we read in Philippians, is working in you to see those things come to pass. His divine wisdom is upon you. He's giving you now a new vision for your life, a new vision of what your life can look like. And so, you know, it doesn't mean like all of a sudden you become a Christian and, and all of a sudden you wake up and it's like you're in a fairy tale and the birds are chirping and little mice are doing your laundry for you. And it's, it's like some fairy tale story. But it means this, that now, Things just don't have to remain, that he's given you the power to see change. And so frustration can fuel that in a positive way. So if you're listening today and you're frustrated, you just need to get frustrated with your frustration. You need to say, God, enough is enough. I am ready to measure my life up against your word, like James says, and anything that is out of place, you're going to give me divine wisdom, desire, and power to see it line up with your word. And that's not you trying to change things in your own strength. That's you saying, Holy Spirit, I have a different vision for my life. And this thing isn't going to be a frustrating thing to me anymore. I'm going to work towards making progress. I'm going to make the first steps towards progress. I was just talking to someone the other day and they had gotten a medical report that was not favorable. And the doctor uh, said, you know, uh, with this condition, you really need to change your diet and you really need to exercise. And so I was talking to this person and they were kind of discouraged. And and so um, the next morning I woke up and I was praying for them and the Lord just quickened my spirit. And I just, you know, I had like a, a tenacity for this person. And, and so I called them and I said, you know what? Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And, and she was like, what? And I was like, Look, yesterday you got the report of the doctor. You know, we're believing God's going to heal you. But we work with God for change. You have to be so frustrated with that report that you're like, God, you're going to do your supernatural, uh, what only you can do, but I'm going to apply my natural. I'm frustrated enough to make changes. And I said, today's the first day of the rest of your life. So today, if you don't change anything today, chances are you're not going to change it. And you might say, say that sounds mean, but but I was just so fed up at this point because the changes were simple changes. The changes were little changes that could bring about major results in this person's life. And I said, you know what? And they were like, yeah, you're right. I need to get a trainer. I need to do. And I said, no, 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 no. You're overcomplicating it. If you, if you make it so big in your mind, if, if the change that you have to make is so big in your mind, you're never going to do it. You need to take a simple step of action towards change. And, you know, a lot of times that's what, what is frustrating about an area of our life that, that we want to see change in is we overcomplicate it. We're like, well, in order for that to happen, da-da-da-da-da-da-da would have to happen first. And it seems so impossible to us. And 
I remember at the beginning of, of this year, I read a book and it, it was called Everything is Figure Outable. Everything is Figure Outable. And I love the concept of that because what does the Bible say? The Bible says with God, all things are possible. So that means everything is figure outable. And so I said that you're overcomplicating things. That's that. No, your step of change today and we, and you can get to a trainer later. But as for today, you need to walk up and down your street and you need to pinpoint a healthy plan of action for your food. So you're going to identify what you need to change in your diet and get a plan, and you need to just start walking. And I said, and I'm going to call you at the end of the day to see if you have done these two things. And so I did, and she did, and she was so happy, and I could just feel a sense of hopelessness and frustration lift from her. I was like, I'm so proud of you. This is awesome. We're going to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to keep you accountable. And, you know, it got to the point where literally her life depended on it. And it was that point of frustration that was enough to push her towards change. So what is that in your life today? You don't have to wait until things get so bad that you address them. Just take the word of God, measure it against your life and say, what is it that I'm not happy with? What is it that I'm frustrated about? And God, you're going to give me a divine plan. And don't overcomplicate it and don't make it like you have to jump through 10 hoops to start. Oftentimes, the figure outableness is a simple step. It's a simple uh, plan that you're moving towards the right direction. So maybe today you're frustrated with your spiritual life. Maybe today you're like, man, I never have any time. And I listen to these podcasts and they say, read your Bible, pray. And I just don't have the time to do it. And I'm frustrated. And you feel hopeless. And you feel like I'm never going to grow on my walk with God. Well, just start reading one scripture a day. Meditate on that scripture. I tell mothers all the time, I understand. I've been in that place. There's a grace uh, for young mothers. The, the Psalm says, you know, he leads those with the young gently. There's a grace upon your life right now. But, but you can still grab one scripture and just meditate on it all day long and just renew your mind with that scripture. Just pray while that baby's sleeping. Uh, Direct your thoughts towards the Lord. Those are simple changes in the right direction. And, you know, maybe it's whatever it is. Maybe it's exercise. Don't, don't, feel like like uh, the person that I was talking about where you feel like you have to have a personal trainer now and do it, you know, three hours a day. And no, a simple walk. Put on your shoes and, and take a simple walk, a simple health choice uh, uh, to choose to drink water over soda. You know, those simple decisions are going to alleviate frustration and take you towards change. And God's word will guide you. God's word will help you to profit. It says that he teaches you to prosper in all things. So get a fresh vision for your health, for your life, for your marriage, for your ministry, for your finances in the mirror of God's word. And then he doesn't just leave you there to figure out uh, things on your own. Remember, everything is figure outable through God and his power. And as you work with him, as you partner with him, with your natural, his supernatural, you're going to see change and eliminate frustration. So don't let frustration make you quit and become discouraged. Let frustration become the fuel for change in your life. Until next time, we love you so much. And I'll talk to you soon on the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast. If you could help us out, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a rating and a review. 
If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.